Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we are talking about a really cool thing that you can do at home to very easily improve your hormonal health and fertility through nutrition. So the topic of the day is the power of seed cycling for overall health, hormones, and fertility. So seed cycling has been around for a while. It's generally considered a naturopathic approach, although its origins may come from Eastern medicine, um, just given the types of seeds that are being used and how they're incorporated into certain um, cooking methods for, for women in history. But essentially, the gist of it is that we incorporate four types of seeds into the phases of our cycle to optimize our hormones and fertility. Those four seeds are pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, sunflower seeds, and sesame seeds. Uh, The idea is that these seeds contain the right nutrition to optimize hormones and body functions at different phases of your cycle. So from the menstrual phase, meaning day one of your cycle to about mid-cycle when you're ovulating, the best seeds to consume are flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. And then from the ovulatory part of the cycle through the luteal phase to the end of the cycle, we'd be looking at using sunflower seeds and sesame seeds to support the hormones of that phase of the cycle. Um, And there are specific nutrients and functions of these seeds that help to optimize the phases, and we're going to get into that. The general uh, benefits of seed cycling are things like improving blood sugar balance, providing healthy fats and fiber, improving the ratio of estrogen to progesterone, because sometimes hormonal balance can be thrown off by an imbalance of the ratio of estrogen to progesterone. A lot of people are deficient of progesterone. Things that deplete progesterone are things like excess exercise, excess caffeine, excess stress, and sometimes just like a weak ovulation. Uh, There are also disorders that can lead to a deficiency of progesterone, such as polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, perimenopause, premature ovarian failure, amenorrhea. Uh, Most commonly, progesterone would be the hormone that is deficient that would be causing issues with fertility. That said, estrogen can also be deficient. Um, And when estrogen is deficient, we may see things like hot flashes. We may not produce an egg. Uh, We would, again, have amenorrhea or lack of menstruation, irregular menstruation, uh, maybe a late uh, ovulation or a late period. Uh, so, you know, either one can be an issue and seed cycling can, seed cycling can help to remedy this. 
Uh, seed cycling also helps in cases of estrogen dominance. So estrogen dominance is when we have a bit of trouble actually eliminating excess estrogen that's built up in our system. And excess estrogen can build up from things like IVF cycles because we produce a ton of estrogen with the excess eggs that we're producing. And then we don't always metabolize that. Like our liver doesn't always and guts don't always get rid of the extra estrogens, which will lead us to have really bad PMS or periods and um, feel more bloated and have a tendency towards weight gain. I'll be doing an entirely other episode on estrogen dominance because it does deserve its own um, uh, sort of dedicated session because there's just so much to say on the topic. But for the purposes of seed cycling, just know that it can help with estrogen deficiency or estrogen dominance. It can help with progesterone um, deficiency, and it can also help with uh, processing progesterone. So, you know, when we're taking the synthetic progesterone uh, offered during an IVF cycle, for example. So it helps with the production of hormones. It helps with the metabolizing of hormones, meaning sort of like the detoxification and processing of hormones and, you know, regulating your cycle if it's irregular. So that's something that we, you know, we'd love to use seed cycling for because there aren't a lot of remedies that you can do at home to regulate your cycle. Herbal medicine can be super effective for regulating irregular cycles, like in cases of polycystic ovarian syndrome, for example, um, and acupuncture can be super helpful. And then, you know, regulating your diet to have a lot of ba uh, focus on blood sugar balance is super important also, but seed cycling is something that you can incorporate at home for a few months that you may actually um, see a big improvement with. We will get right back to today's episode in just a sec. But I didn't want to miss the opportunity to tell you about an exciting new project that I have underway. So here it is. I get a lot of questions about what to eat and avoid when trying to get pregnant. Since so many of you are interested in optimizing your fertility via nutrition, I've created a very special course that teaches you the ins and outs of just that. It hasn't launched yet, but keep your eyes and ears peeled from my course on fertility nutrition. Whether you are already undergoing IVF or just trying the old-fashioned way, my goal is to help give you all the nutritional tools you need to enhance your fertility and speed your path to baby. All right, let's jump back in. The ways to consume the seeds can be either just raw as a snack. Uh, they can be taken in the form of nut butter. You can blend them into smoothies. It's really, you know, any way that you think you'd be able to regularly incorporate these. It's about a tablespoon of each seed for the application to the cycle. So from the beginning of the cycle to mid-cycle, it's a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds and a tablespoon of flax seeds. And then for the second half of the cycle, again, it's a tablespoon of sunflower seeds and a tablespoon of sesame seeds. So if you want to take those in a, the form of a seed butter, like a tahini, a sunflower seed butter, um, sprinkle it on your food, just eat it as a snack, doesn't matter. Just make sure that you're getting it in regularly because without the regularity of this practice, you're not going to get results. So if you just sort of eat seeds every few days or so, we're not going to be really getting the opportunity to optimize of that phase of the cycle. So Another cool thing about this is that it can definitely be used during IVF. So, you know, when we're when we're getting into the early phases of an IVF cycle, 
We're looking to replenish the nutrients we lose during menstruation. And then we're looking to support the production of the estrogen so we can support the production of eggs um, and our follicles. So the flax seeds have phytoestrogen, phytoestrogens in them that can do that. And then the pumpkin seeds have a lot of zinc and iron and nutrition to support the egg production also. So though it's very applicable in natural cycles to help you regulate your cycles and produce the hormones for that phase of the cycle, it's also very applicable to be doing this in conjunction with an IVF cycle because we're, we're serving a lot of the same purpose. And in fact, it may have additional benefits to helping you process the medications um, and uh take away some of the side effects of the hormones produced during the IVF cycle and the medications used during the IVF cycle because it helps to reduce inflammation, to help your liver metabolize the buildup of hormones and and medications. And then it also helps with like healthy fiber to help your elimination. Seeds are used in traditional Chinese medicine to help with constipation. Um, So just as a side, make sure that you, when you're thinking about this, don't think about it just doing it in regular sort of natural cycles. Cycles, which is obviously very applicable, but the IVF cycle also. So again, from beginning of the cycle to mid-cycle, when we'd be around our trigger shot, if you were an IVF cycle, you'd be um, using these for healthy production of egg to of the eggs and the follicles for healthy production of estrogen, um, and it'd be about a tablespoon of each flax and pumpkin daily. Say if you're in an IVF cycle from around the retrieval to the end of the cycle, um, you'd be using a, a tablespoon of sunflower each end of sesame. And that supports the uh, su- the progesterone production. It keeps the lining intact, supports progesterone. And then added benefits or whether you're in an IVF cycle or when you're in a natural cycle, it's helping you to process the hormones, to eliminate Um, your bowel movements regularly because it's through the bowel movements and the function of the liver that we get rid of excess estrogens and that we process our hormones. Liver and gut function is actually incredibly important, not only for um, the balance of your reproductive hormones, but also the balance of the thyroid. And the thyroid, as some of you may already know, is integral for maintaining a pregnancy. When your thyroid hormones are off, um, you're actually more prone to having failed implantation or miscarriage. So the selenium and the sunflower and sesame seeds is very good for the thyroid function. And thyroid function is also uh, very related to your gut function and your liver function. So if your liver's clogged up or your guts are clogged up, your thyroid hormones will be processed very well. Your thyroid hormone gets converted from T4, which is an inactive form of thyroid hormone into T3, which is a more active form of thyroid hormone. And so we need the liver to be functioning well for it to be converted from T4 to T3 so that you not only feel well, but that your fertility hormones, metabolism, and overall health are optimized. So again, the seed cycling uh, is functioning specifically for the reproductive hormones, but it's also helping uh, other systems that support the balance of the of the reproductive system. So our liver function, our gut function, um, you know, our brain and nervous system, because these healthy omega three and omega fatty acids are just really, really healthy for our wellness um, in terms of our nervous system and our hormones overall. So. Uh, When we're taking the sunflower and sesame seeds, we're getting the healthy fibers, we're getting the healthy fats, we're getting the selenium and the vitamin E. It's helping our liver, it's helping produce the progesterone. 
and helping with our lining and implantation. And so again, this is something that you can really easily incorporate. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can literally get a bag of each type of these seeds and just start incorporating them into their day, into your day. Uh, the one seed that is a, that functions a little bit differently in terms of consumption than the others is flax. Um, flax is really hard to digest whole. Uh, so generally, flax is better assimilated when ground. I really don't recommend buying pre-ground flax seeds because they tend to go rancid very easily. Um, so don't buy the flax seeds ground already. Buy the flax seeds um, whole and then grind them yourself. And another thing to note is that you don't want to keep ground flax seeds for very long. If you keep them for more than three to five days, they have the potential to go rancid. And that will affect your liver and cause inflammation in your body, which is the exact opposite of what we are trying to do. So you can use a coffee grinder, grind them yourself, put them in a jar, put them in a fridge, uh, maybe like three days worth or so, and then do it again after another three days. Sometimes an easier option is just to throw a tablespoon into a blender with water or with your smoothie um, rather than having to sort of pre-grind and keep them aside. I do not recommend buying pre-ground uh, flax seeds because they're likely defatted or rancid. So again, do this yourself. Uh, I know it's a bit more of an undertaking than for the other seeds, but um, it'll be well worth it in terms of realizing the full benefit. Another great thing about flax seeds is that they're excellent for uh, painful periods. So if you are somebody who suffers from bad periods, flax seeds are going to be um, an ally for you. The other seeds, um, they can be kept at room temperature. You can, you don't have to grind them per se, but you can consume them in the form of seed butters um, or blend them into smoothies or food or whatever, whatever you want to do. Just make sure you're consuming about a tablespoon of each at the appropriate phases of the cycle. So I hope this was enlightening for you. Uh, there'll be more information in the show notes. And, you know, I would try to give this at least three months to realize some benefit out of it. Look out for more episodes on easy tips that you can incorporate at home because it's really a lot of the time the little things that we do on a database that are going to make the biggest difference for our overall health and fertility. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community, and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.